The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, we've got Stephen Capone on the line, a distant relative of Al, and we're going to talk about his book, A Penny for Your Thoughts. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm well, thank you. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. I mean, are you a distant relative of Al? Because I just made that up, but on the off chance, is that true? It's a tough question to answer. If I say no, (laughs) you're sure? So... I don't think so. Now, A Penny for Your Thoughts is your book that you've got out now. How would you describe it? I would describe it as a suspense thriller. I, I, I think when I was putting it together, I, I think I tried to keep uh, keep your attention on every page as best I could. And how do you manage to do that? Because that's quite a hard thing to do, isn't it? It is. And, and I think that any if you talk to any author, what you're really looking for, it's, it's much like probably a movie. You're, yeah. you're looking to put some hooks in there that keep the characters always moving. Yeah. Um, in that style, in that genre, you, you, you want to keep the keep them going so everybody can't is ready to turn the next page and they don't really want to put the book down Mm. um and hopefully you accomplish that hopefully i did you know yeah and you mentioned movies is it harder in a book to keep the attention because a movie's shorter so if somebody's not enjoying it then they might think well i've only got half an hour left whereas a book it's a much bigger commitment isn't it it is but i'm gonna be honest with you what when i write books because i've written a number uh this is my first one that i've released yeah. i always look at them i call them beach books something that mm. i'm not going to write this thing that that you're going to say, well, it's going to take me a month to read it. Yeah. I want to get attention. And if you say I'm sitting in on a Friday night and I'm going to read this book, but I got work Monday morning, I want to keep your attention for the whole weekend. And Sunday night when you go to bed, you've accomplished something. You've, wow. you've read my book and I've captured your attention for the weekend. And if I can do that, I'm, I'm, I've done my job. So how long would you say this book, A Penny for Your Thoughts, takes to read if you were to add all the reading sessions up? Not a whole weekend, but, you know, in hours. You know what? it's 306 pages long. Um, I think I think most people, most of the feedback that I've got, people hold on to it and read right through it. And, wow. and that's some will say, gee, it was over so fast. Um, yeah. I, I think you could probably read it in five hours, you know, how fast you read. And, and some people are already getting ready to turn the next page because they want they want to see what happens. So, yeah. you know, so you kind of uh, you kind of. 
You know, did you ever read the book Jaws years ago? <laughs> I don't think I've ever read the book. But the movie, right? Yeah. There's a, somebody gets eaten by a shark on by the third page, and he's got you, and you yeah. don't put down. And I, I, I try and always use that as you want to capture them, and then don't let them go. Yeah. And you know, and I try, and I try and do that. You know, I do my best to. Hopefully, I accomplish it. You mentioned that people say, "Oh, that was so quick to read." Is that a positive comment from them, or do you see it? as negative maybe they wanted more i think of it as a positive because when they say it was quick to read it meant like they you know i was talking to one of my friends certainly your friends usually read your book and i didn't put it down once i started i didn't put it down and so when it's a quick read i look at it like that you just keep going you didn't you don't want to stop you kind of fell for the characters you got involved with the characters you want to see where they're going and you want to see how it ends and a quick read as in i I just kept going maybe i didn't cut the lawn maybe I, i skipped something because I wanted to stay with your book. Yeah. So I think that's positive, right? I, yeah. I think that's good. And how long did the book actually take you to come up with? One thing I've been very fortunate with, you know, I took a long hiatus. I've, I've been writing for a while, but I, I took basically a 20 year break to have another career. And then when I retired from that, I, I went back to it. So I've never been short for ideas. Mm. I've, I'm very fortunate like that. I mean, in, in total, I've got, I've written 18 books. I'm working on two more right now. Wow. Um, so ideas have never been short for me. Yeah. You took this 20 year break from writing, as you say. Was yep. it easy to get back in the flow of it? Yes. Yes, it was because it was always my 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 plan. You know, it's as as any probably anybody that's trying some artistic endeavor, whether they're a musician or a photographer or a painter. I mean, sometimes there's just the reality of, hey, I got to make a buck. Yeah. And uh, as much as you want to do your creative endeavors, sometimes just life gets in the way of that. And so I had a large body of work, but I wanted to write some new stuff. But I, my plan always was do my career, and then when that's done, and, and that career is done, I had a time frame to it um this was always my my plan and i and i stepped right back into it and it's been it's it's great for me i I mean i love getting involved with my characters and i love the stories i'm writing right now Mm. um so it it wasn't hard for me where did you look to to get inspiration for the characters in this book a penny for your thoughts and I'm not saying it's this book, but I remember walking through a bank parking lot one day and finding a shotgun shell in the parking lot. Whoa. Now, that doesn't mean there was any crazy that happened, right? <laughs> but I go, shotgun shell in a bank parking lot. Hmm, I can yeah. do something with this. My imagination, to, to, to find the characters... You know, you always look at different people that you meet, different people that you see, and yeah. and we all do it, right? We we have all these preconceptions of what people might be. Yeah. Well, sometimes you can just take those preconceptions and breathe a whole life into that character because it's fiction. I mean, you mm. have your sense. Sometimes you just look at an image, a face. Uh, you, maybe you see a news story, um, and you go, "This there could be something here," and you just start. You know what? You just add it. It's kind of like a painting. You just add a little color here. And then all of a sudden it takes on a life of its own. And characters just kind of walk onto your pages from just parts of your life experiences. And yeah. and they just, you know, that that's when you know your book has finally hit its stride. When all of a sudden you're just, the characters start writing the pages themselves. And you're just... 
they they take on their own lives and that's when you know you've you've hit it yeah i'm not i'm the narrator now (laughs) that's a really weird phenomenon that happens to people and i'm not an author so i don't understand it but it seems to happen to quite a lot of authors where they don't feel like they're actually writing the book they're just the medium physically typing it up yes Yes, that's I, I definitely agree with that. The, the first few pages are always the hardest, but then yeah. it's you hit that sweet spot. And and I did with this. And you know, I liked all the characters in this book. And the best part about this book, you know, is I, I looked at it and I go, boy, does it beg for a sequel? Does it beg for? And I and I don't know yet. I'm working on mm. two other projects right now, so I'm going. Well, I don't know. It's going to have to wait, and I want to just let it s- simmer for a while in my head and see if I'm going to come back to it and write a sequel to it. it it's I liked all the characters in my book. Um, I liked them more when I was finished with it. I go, wow, some of the characters, sometimes characters in a story will surprise you. You you started out with how they should, how you envision them. And then they kind of morph into their own, like people, they morph into their own being just by the way the story went. It's, it's actually surprising sometimes. Yeah. Now the book is called A Penny for Your Thoughts, of course. And I think yeah. we should actually talk about the plot. And I've got a description written down here. As a yeah. wind-driven snow, beats a tinny symphony against the windshield of his car, Jason Coulson, co-founder of Microtech, an emerging giant in the software industry, waits on an impending date with doom. With Jason's anxiety running on overdrive, his thoughts turn to his daughter Jennifer and failed marriage to his wife Linda. Now, without giving too much away, take it from there if you can. Jason doesn't really know what he's walking into. Um, he's become... You know what? I, I would have to completely give it away, and I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> but that but that's where it starts. It starts yeah. right there, and if you went a paragraph further, you would you would see where his that impending date with doom kind of wanders into his crosshairs. Mm. Um, and it, what I wanted to do was just create this character that right from page one, there's a hook that gets you into the book. And and I and I think I I think I accomplished that. Mm. I think I accomplished that. And you know, I always ask people, "Did you like it?" And did did I accomplish that with you? And I think I did. Um, most of the people are just regular people. You know, he's a successful man, horrible marriage, a daughter that he adores, and but he's just a regular guy. And this and this is what happens. And it just starts to un- unravel. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. You know, so you know, I'm, I'm sure it's no different. Like when you interview other writers or artists or people that you interview, sometimes you're the the creator of something is the worst person to ask about something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> sometimes it seems like that. Sometimes I go, boy, what's he going to ask me? What am I going to talk about? These characters, like people in my family, for God's sakes, at this point. <laughs> yeah. What do I say? <laughs> How do you actually come up with that hoop? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Because that's one of the most important things to get right. And when do you come up with it? I mean, is it after you've thought about what the overall story is going to be? Or is it maybe even part of that? You know what? Sometimes, you know, when I, when I, everybody's got their formula for writing. When I sit down yeah. to write it, I want 1,500 words today. That's what I want. But some days I might just be working with a pen and paper going, but where am I going to go? And, yeah. and what would this character think? And what would this character do? Because sometimes you have to step aside and say, and where's it going to go? And so some days you might just spend, instead of a day of writing, might just be a day of, it's kind of like a game of chess. Yeah. What is going to be the next move? And, and what is the hook that would be appropriate for that person, you know, is it? You don't want to get too far out there. Uh, I don't write science fiction. Science fiction, I think you have a bigger license. Mm. Sometimes, maybe I'm wrong, but you, the hook can't be too far out there. But geez, these days with things that go on in the world, you go, how far out there is really out there anymore? Um, the hooks are just. I always look at the hook says you the, the writing is is black and white in lines and now the hooks are I'm going to paint in the color that's going to keep you interested and draw you in. Yeah. Uh, it's how you know I map them out. I think everybody does. I, I always say it to like this when people ask how do you write a book I go, "Well, how do you paint a house?" A house is made of rooms. A mm. book is made of pages and chapters. Don't you paint one room at a house and before you know it, you sit back and you go, gee, I'm, I'm done. It's done. And kind of like the book's not a whole lot different sometimes. You let the pe- people walk through the pages and before you know it, you just sit back and go, wow, they, 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 it's done. Yeah. Uh, and the hooks are just, it's got to be something. And I think that's where maybe the creativity falls and the imagination comes in. You just pull things out. You go, this would work. This would work for this character. This is where the story has to go. And sometimes the heart, you know, it makes it interesting for you as the writer, too. Yeah. You know, the new story I'm working on today, I spent uh, the weekend not actually typing, but just writing out this is where it's got to go. And I, at the end of the weekend, I go, I've got the entire book finished now. It's all in my head right down to the end. Wow. I know. That. And and now I just have to let the, par- the characters walk across the pages and me just type it out. And do the characters do things that surprise you and even the plot 
surprises you maybe it takes an unexpected twist or i mean as you say you've sort of know where you're gonna go you know that's a great question because truly i have my where i'm going but sometimes you know you're always you know you're walking your characters through maybe a scene or a setting and then they just diverge and then then you as the the writer or the the creator you've got to kind of go with that because things just because you've got so many numerous characters going and all these different personalities and it is going to shift so much as you map it out you're kind of mapping out generally where you want want it to go how are you going to end up there sometimes it's not a straight road <laughs> it's usually not a straight road it's usually going to wind through like hiking you see the mountain you want to go to <laughs> it'd be easy if you could just go straight yeah. right be a whole lot easier um but yeah it, it's always going to it surprises me sometimes it surprises me and and, and that's a really good thing you yeah. know that's where, where the characters start breathing life into the pages themselves uh when we talked about yeah then you're just kind of the the medium for them um but i always have a concept of how it's when i when that concept hits that i know how i know my ending um that that's the good part but i'm gonna tell i'm gonna share something with you though a a penny for your thoughts what i've always often end with this one i'll come up with a title and and i'll always put the title of the book somewhere in a sentence oh and i think in this one uh i think it's on the i think it's actually on the final page sometimes i will the book i might come up with a title that i like and go i'm gonna have to write a book around that because i just like it and can i do it and I don't know. I've done it 18 times so far, but yes, the final, yeah, yes, is the giveaway. The final sentence in the book is a penny for your thoughts. Well, wow. So somewhere hidden always in my books is the title. This one happened to be yeah. the last of the book. It's on the last page because you forgot to shoehorn it in until the very end. <laughs> yeah, I screwed it up and had to write it in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> when the characters are writing the story themselves, do they always make the right decision or do you write something that one of the characters does or says or whatever and it turns out to take the book in a path that you didn't want and you have to reverse a bit? You know what? No, I... <laughs> I will all one thing I'm sure any writer would tell you there's nothing worse than going oh my lord I'm throwing away 50 pages and two weeks of work because I because I did now that I'm kind of cognizant of they can only go so I I don't like doing that if you have to do it you have if you like your story and you like your your ideas um, I, I don't like to throw away a lot of words because it is I, I, I call it work it's not really like work work mm. it's more passion work so that's good but I don't like to go backwards do they deviate sometimes yeah because sometimes that's great because it means you have to maybe introduce something else you hadn't thought of because you know it just kind of the energy spins off into something else and that's good but I yeah you, you gotta manage it a little bit uh, so you don't so you yeah. can finish your, I mean, that that's always the goal, right? And that's the hard part. And I'm sure anybody would say that, you know, I'm sure there's lots of people that start books and kind of get lost along the way and maybe they never finish. And mm. that's never really been an issue for me. I, you know, I, it really hasn't been. I, I, I do try and stay a little bit. I do reel <laughs> them in a little bit. That, that would be true. Yeah. And it's often the same for readers as well, where they'll start a book and never get round to finishing it. But by the sounds of it, that's definitely not the case with A Penny for Your Thoughts. No, I, you know what, truly, I was very happy with how this started. And I think I was able to keep a lot of the same action that that very first, you know, that little snippet that you read, I, I think that is actually from page one. Oh. I, think, I think that that is... 
Pretty much, yeah. I think that's right in the first paragraph, or I think actually it starts the second paragraph. And I think I tried to keep that uh, momentum going throughout the book, and and I think I did. And I think you know some of the some of the feedback that I've received is I, I think I accomplished it. You know, you're not going to please everybody. Everybody's got different yeah. tastes. Just do the best you can, and, and hope you. I always look at it. if you get a, enough people that just enjoy it. Good for you. you. You're not you know good for you. That's yeah. That that's the reward, right? If you made someone have a great weekend because they said, "Hey, I read this great book over the weekend and it was awesome." Good for me. Now you mentioned that you've got a couple of books that you're planning on writing. Not a sequel for this planned yet. What can you tell us about the books you've got planned? Uh, right now, uh, I'm in edit with. Uh, it's called Turn Back the Day. Mm. Uh, that's uh, that's finished. Um, that's more. It's not quite a suspense thriller. It's more of a story of love and redemption. There is obviously there's going to be a little suspense in it because I think I just like to add that. That's just me. Yeah. But it's more of a story of love and redemption, and 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 good things can happen. Um, that's an edit, and I'm working on the sequel to that right now. That's called uh, October Moon. Mm. Um, so that's that's in the works. The another one that I, I I finished already that I just don't know when I want to how I want to put it out yet is called uh days after you um that's more of a, a complete more of a i guess a love story i guess a love. I, I always like to have the protagonist seeking some kind of redemption and fulfillment i think maybe that's what everyone tries to accomplish right yeah. so, something <laughs> something like that um but but then i just have i mean I, for a while i was just writing i mean i've got 16 other novels just sitting on a shelf that i haven't done anything with um so i kind of sometimes pull one down and look it over and go do i want to put a lot more time in this because it's a lot it's a long process and for me especially with this one i go after i wrote it then it was six months of editing it and i go yeah. it's a lot of work <laughs> the yeah. writing coming up with a story seems to be the easiest part yeah. <laughs> um and then the rest is you know everybody else that does everything else from editors to uh the people that help you with your jacket designs oh, um, yeah. every and like you everybody plays a little piece in in this story right everybody does not just me for sure well where can we find this book a penny for your thoughts you can find this book it's available now on amazon it's available at on barnes and noble's website and it's available yep. on google and right now it's available in hardback and hardcover and uh, a soft cover and i think they did a really good job putting it together um i think they did i think it's a it's a i think it's a nice looking i think it's a nice looking package and i'm i'm, I'm kind of you know i'm proud of it uh like i said it's it's never just you it's all the people that help you put it together in the end to put yeah. together the project and i think everybody that you know contributed did a a really good job and i really appreciate everything they did uh to 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 put the life into this that makes it something that people can buy excellent well many thanks for coming on today hey thank you so much toby and you have a great day Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of 